sexy mother. S to the S. Welcome to French Track by Track. I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Love to the Nines uh, from the album I'm calling Love Symbol. Recorded December 1991 at Paisley Park and released on the 13th of October 1992. On the track, it is Prince and the MPG, you know, which at this time consisted of Tony M, Maite, Michael B on the drums, Sonny T on the bass, Levi on rhythm, Tommy Barbarella on keyboards, Kirk Johnson and Damon Dixon providing apparently um, percussion and background vocals. <laughs> Um, though in the video they're mostly providing dance moves um, and then you have the MPG horns which is Michael Nelson, Kathy Jensen, Dave Jensen, Brian Gallagher and Steve Strand and in the video Steve Strand gets a little bit of prominence with a he's got this weird kind of like half goatee thing going on and there's a few shots of him in the video where you'll be like who is that fellow um, playing the trumpet looking very odd uh, that is Steve Strand um, the track itself uh, is 5 minutes 45 uh, though about Three minutes of that is Maite being questioned intensely by Tony M. <laughs> um, and joining me to talk about this is Antu. Hello, Antu. Uh, hey, Darren. Now, in terms of a genre, I don't know that I can really put this song into a genre because it kind of has a few different kind of things that it does. Mm-hmm. And it kind of starts out, you know, Michael B's got this nice little kind of, uh, you know, very kind of gentle snare shot going on at the start. And there's a little bit of kind of like jazz guitar from uh, uh, from Levi and you know the whole kind of thing starts really kind of quiet Mm -hmm. and then it kind of goes into this weird kind of like dance thing but like kind of with really heavy bass and everything Uh, and in between you have kind of like the these sections with the horns that kind of really feature and then towards the end like i said we get this really weird questionnaire thing happening (laughs) Um, and and we get the words uh dance girl let me see that booty boom about 20 times in a row um, and then it kind of goes quiet at the end again, and I don't know. It's like I I can't I can't really figure out what the song is other than you know um, Prince um, on on the love symbol. There was meant to be this kind of like overarching story. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, is know, that true? Of... Or... Yeah, no, this is true. Uh, the storyline was it was about Prince meeting this Arabian princess and seducing her, and that would be furthered <laughs> in each song. Um, so this song obviously providing a lot of the kind of details about this particular princess. Uh, and so, you know, this this was also going to form the, the backbone of a film, which Prince was call, calling The Sacrifice of Victor, uh, which is why pretty much every single track from this album has a video of some form, uh, even though most of them weren't released as singles. Um, you know, and I don't think this was released as a single, um, but, you know, it has its own kind of, um, you know, uh, video. Um, it's. I mean, it was included as like a B side on the morning papers, but you know, that's no reason to give it a video. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the whole point of these videos, and I think on the Prince YouTube channel, you can pretty much watch them all in order. Uh, is that they they kind of start off from My Name Is Prince, going through this kind of storyline of of Prince and the uh, uh, you know seducing this princess. Um, you know, the shot of the on the cover that kind of forms. If you look at it upside down, it kind of forms the symbol with the kind of bars going across. 
Um, that's a shot taken from the video for Seven. Uh, if you turn if you turn the album artwork upside down, you have like a circle of people, and then you have a kind of line down the middle, and then you have a bar going across, and then it kind of finishes with a point. So it's kind of an upside down print <laughs> symbol um, on the artwork there. Um, particularly particularly obvious on the cassette version because it's it's a bit narrower. Um, but yeah, there was meant to be an overall storyline, and this song it feels kind of I mean it sounds weird, but it feels like a song from a musical. In terms of the way that it's talking about the story mm-hmm. and kind of furthering the story of, of, of that is meant to be running through this album. Um, and Prince recorded a number of like segues between each of the songs to kind of tie everything together. <laughs> and then gradually he removed most of them apart from like two. I think there's like um, even three because I think there's one at the start of side B and then there's one just before Sacrifice of Victor and there's one. Um, just before my name is Prince or something, so you end up with the, the kind of storyline getting reduced to basically nothing. Are those like the weird, those sort of weird things with Kirstie Alley, right? Yes, yeah, and a, a number of them were dropped, and then they were replaced with the song "I Want to Melt with You." Mm. Uh, that took up all the kind of time that that was taken back from those segues. Do you think those like segues were like his attempt to like appeal to the hip hop crowd, as well as like having a rapper like as in because a lot of rap albums have skits, you know, like maybe that was you like, gonna... yeah. In fact, um, the, the first MPG album Exodus has a ton of skits. Like it's got a ridiculous amount of them and it's kind of, it's kind of, they're so, all of them are really cringy and kind of really annoying. Um, and it's, it's super annoying because it means that Exodus only ends up having like seven songs on there, but it's got like 10 skits <laughs> and it's just kind of annoying to listen to that album because, you know that that's you know Prince obviously understood that that was something that was happening, mm-hmm. and so you know when when he did the first MPG album, that was kind of you know evident on that. Um, but yeah, so this song itself kind of to me feels like a song that is trying to give you a storyline, in like a musical, like it doesn't really have a very kind of specific feel to it, like. It kind of goes all over the place, really. It starts out nice enough where he says, you know, you say that you love me like a river. A river you say will never run dry. Uh, I'd rather hear you say forever instead of a smile. I'd rather see you cry. And then immediately it goes into like the chorus where Prince says, don't use the magical, mysterious, intoxicating, (laughs) joy, fantastic, fascinating world could love unless you love me to the nines. This is the only kind of love that I've been dreaming of, the kind of love that takes over your body, mind and soul love to the nines and then things get quiet again where he says to the nines i want to be loved to the nines uh, and then he says i want to be loved sugar um <laughs> uh, i want to be loved for all time are we sort of like to assume that so this is like an egyptian princess which i and like so is he saying you would love me like the nile <laughs> like as in the nile would never run dry and <laughs> i don't i mean i don't know i i think I think he's just using that as a metaphor at the start, mm-hmm. you know, to to say that he's talking about, you know, a river that will never run dry, you know, like basically this this kind of bottomless well of love. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he 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 calls the love mysterious, intoxicating, joy, fantastic, fascinating, like, you know, that kind of is a little bit of a shout out to Raven to the joy, fantastic, kind of in the middle of that. Wait, but um, that's like you know, which <laughs> joy Raven to the joy, fantastic. That's not like. That's like a decade away, right? Isn't it? No, it was actually a decade earlier. Okay. Raven to the, to the Joy Fantastic was an album that was going to be out before Graffiti Bridge. 
but then Prince changed it into Graffiti Bridge. Okay. Um, and the song itself, Raven to the Joy Fantastic, had been around since 1986. So the phrase Joy Fantastic at this point is an old Prince phase, but <laughs> we won't hear it as an album until like 1998. It's really kind of weird because it's like a shout out to a track that hasn't yet been released. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you get a sample of it in, um, in, in Bat Dance. So, um, you know... Prince fans kind of already knew what Joy Fantastic was at this point. <laughs> and I, I like how Prince, you know, after referring to this person as sugar, he then says, baby, take a real good look at my face. Because, honey, it just might be the last time. <laughs> and it's just like, um, what? Like, I, I love how he's had like three different kind of like pet names for this person within like three lines. Um, and then he says, maybe you should have played an ace. And I like how he kind of goes into his lower register for that, <laughs> almost a bit threatening. And then he goes, instead, you played the queen. You'd be better off cheating than trying to read my mind. And then he goes back to the chorus, uh, which, again, is kind of like almost breathlessly with him saying, yeah. uh, don't use the magical, mysterious, intoxicating, joy, fantastic, fascinating word called love, unless you love me to the nines. Um, yeah, which is, I just want to say, like, it's a really great chorus. It's like one of his best, I would say. Oh, yeah. No, it's really... And the thing is, as well, the fact that, like, the whole band comes in for it mm-hmm. and then they kind of drop back to just, like, the kind of the drums, like, when he, he goes back to the Love to the Nines part, you mm-hmm. know, like, I, I I like that kind of, like, loud, quiet. It's almost like Prince's attempt at grunge um, <laughs> with a kind of loud, quiet, loud, quiet kind of throughout this song. I was thinking the song um, has, like, a kind of, like, I would say almost, like, a neo-soul-ish vibe, like, you know, it's sort of preempting that movement sort of like a hip-hop edge but yeah just yeah and also he says you know um as we go into the next part which has some dj scratching just to show that prince is down (laughs) with the kids um he says stay awake for 14 hours listen to the band play new power soul which of course would be the name of um two different prince songs um later on and also is a reference back to love sexy where he, he talked about new power soul uh, and he says, we got to get with this, which, again, is kind of like a hip hop phrase, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, but then he goes dancing to the beat till we lose our mind control, which doesn't really fit with a kind of a kind of hip hop edge. It yeah. just it seems really weird, um, you know, and then we get this really weird kind of I mean, um, <laughs> we kind of bridge to the interrogation. And I, I love I love the bridge to the interrogation just because it contains Prince kind of doing this kind of, you know, really hard-edged hip-hop kind of stance where he says, can I get a witness? I'm looking for a lover with a body that says some mo. I want to see the booty boom before I even let her get in close enough to smell perfume. And then my favourite part of the song, which is, I'm looking for a PhD, an ass piled high and deep you see. I can't help it. I'm like a honey to a bee. And if that booty boom, she's going to go with me. This is where we get a lot of kind of booty talk from Prince. Um, you know, there's a lot more coming in this song. I got to be honest with you, but this is where we kind of get the first hint: is he's got to see the booty boom before she even gets close enough to smell perfume. And so, is, you know, so like in the narrative of this album, is he singing about the princess at this point, or this is a weird musical? He is, and in the and in the video, you see Maite is wearing, uh, you know, like a, a burka, a sexy burka though, yep. not a. You know, not a completely oppressive burka. Her, her. You know, she doesn't have like a slit. She has these kind of, you know, little eye things, so you can see her mm-hmm. eyes properly. Um, and you know, gradually as we get to, you know, the this part where Prince talks about needing to see the booty boom, um, we see Prince in the video is kind of like looking directly at where Maite is, and then she gradually strips off 
uh, this burka, you know, first removing removing the top and then kind of removing the, the kind of face thing. And as she starts doing this and then gradually she I mean, she's basically in the end, she's just kind of like in, um, you know, fishnets and a kind of like this fishnet yeah. outfit. The prince seems to have had made for her. Um, and then this is where we get Prince saying that um, <laughs> T, because he calls Tony, he calls Tony MT and Tony calls him P. He says <laughs> T will whip out a 37 questionnaire and machine gun assist her like he just don't care. Machine gun assist her like he's just got to, just got to. And then Prince says, hit it. <laughs> and then we get this questionnaire. Um, and do you know what? I'm going to play in this questionnaire. I'm going to play the role of, of Tony M. Uh, yes. because clearly out of the two of us I am the more accomplished rapper and you are going to play the role of, of Maite uh, answering the questions so Tony M says name Arabia age jailbait which is terrible by the way yes <laughs> Especially it is terrible but in the context of his like relationship with like Anna Fantastic he's like man like Vince sweet Jesus <laughs> Okay, occupation if any. Sex symbol to many, but I really got a beautiful mind, which is a line I fine, like. Fine, <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, but I like as well how, how Tony dismisses it by saying, fine, fine, what sign you are. Stop sign. Well, what's your favourite car? Green Rolls Royce. How many kids you got? Egads, I'm shocked. How many books you read? Is Hemingway dead? Well, who's the president now? I mean, this Does line, it matter? <laughs> Does it wow. matter? Wow. Uh, which is... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like I like how Prince stays out of politics, but by having you know Maite being like, I don't care. Wait, who like, doesn't matter? Who's president? <laughs> who was the president at the time? I need to know it is Bill Clinton. What? It was it was it was Bill Clinton. No, it wasn't Bill Clinton. Sorry. No, you're right. This was the end of um, Bush Bush Senior. Okay. It was the first Bush. It was around because this album came out just before the election. This was like October ninety two, so the election would have been about three weeks after this. Okay, uh, I, I suppose so, which you know. kind of almost justifies that lyric because maybe he was like, yeah. "Okay, we won't know who is the president." You know, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he did record it basically almost a year before, so it yeah. does kind of make sense that he's like, "I don't want to tie myself down to having <laughs> yeah. uh, having having this lady say George Bush Senior," you know. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Tony asks, "How you're going to make that booty boom?" Okay, which um, <laughs> which in context of the last line is like, "Are you saying?" You need to know who the president is so you can <laughs> to make, make that, that booty boom, boom, which is potentially about nuclear war in my mind. <laughs> like, hey, you can drop the bombs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the way I'm reading it. Like, who's the president now? doesn't matter well. Then how are you going to make that booty boom? As in, how are you going to drop those bombs in my mind? Okay. And then, of course, she, she says, how am I going to make that booty boom? And then, of course, she says, step back, give a girl some room. And this is where we get... <laughs> Um, you know, in the video, you know, by this point, you just get kind of um, kind of like strobe effects as um, my taste just starts dancing. Um, but the camera cuts so much that you can't see the dancing that she's doing. You just kind of get little hints of it. And the camera keeps moving backwards and forwards. And it does keep cutting to her behind. But then you also keep cutting to Prince looking at her behind. And then you keep cutting to the band members looking at her behind. And it's just kind of really weird because... You know, she was accomplished. She was an accomplished belly dancer, mm-hmm. so it feels like you should want to stick on her and see her dancing. Um, but you know, instead they just kind of cut away from it too often for you to understand what's going on. Um, and in the video, you get the you know, let me see that booty boom over and over again, and then it kind of just cuts to to the nines, and then the song just kind of finishes. Um, 
and the video actually kind of cuts out the you know prince's kind of outro uh, mm-hmm. where he actually comes in saying yo check this out <laughs> and i'm like okay prince i will check this out um and he says he says some again this feels to me kind of like um the escalation at the end of if i was your girlfriend yeah. where he's asking a kind of series of questions well i mean uh, where he, he says, says would like you ha- 37 questions on this questionnaire apparently <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, well yeah there are a lot of questions going on but um you know he says would you hug me in a crowded street could you keep you cool if i washed your feet your soul a bath what if i gave it your body i ask how long would you save it could you lie down on a bed of thorns while i drink your ocean dry and if we said we loved each other, instead of smiling, would you cry? And I'm like, Prince, a bed of thorns? Come on, please. You know, <laughs> like, like, I mean, you know, this seems to be testing things a little bit too much. I like um, how he, you know, he's like, hey, the first question, though, is like, would you hug me on a crowded street? As in, are you embarrassed by public displays of affection? <laughs> and then like two lines in, he's like, how about lying down on a bed of thorns? <laughs> it's like... During like oral sex, theoretically, during oral sex as well, which is pretty. Hard. I don't think theoretically. I think pretty obviously that's what he was talking about when he says "drink your ocean dry." All right. Um, yeah, and when he, uh, this is when kind of the band kind of come back in as well because that was kind of you know quite quiet, and then we get "Could you kiss three times with your dress upside down, stroked and laughing? Would you stay awake for fourteen hours listening to the grass grow? I ask thee, would you? Could you? Would you love me to the nines? And it's it's kind of and then of course Maite starts saying I'll love you to the nines, and he's like Would you could you will you love me for all time? And she's like I'll love you for all time. <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, it, it kind of and then we then we get like a kind of um, you know like a kind of breakdown with the band and the horns, mm-hmm. and then you know kind of Prince comes back in one more time saying Want to be loved, sugar, to the nines, and he's like Want to be loved for all time, um, and you know. The song finishes with the band and Prince kind of just singing to the nines over and over again um, as the horns kind of fade out. And I mean, you know, obviously the, the kind of most problematic thing in this song is the fact that she defines her age as jailbait. And this and- is something that also kind of <laughs> comes up in the morning papers as well. Yeah, that's in the morning papers as well. Like, yeah, uh, she was every schoolboy's fantasy. That's why he had to wait, which is like, again, he's clearly had this experience. You know, worth pointing out that obviously, you know, Maite... Um, she was clear that, you know, nothing happened between her and Prince until, you know, th- you know, he was very kind of he did literally wait, you mm-hmm. know, until yep. things were kind of more appropriate. Um, you know, they didn't really get together properly until she was like 20. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even even when this album came out, she was already 19. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like she really was not in any way or form, you know, jailbait. Mm-hmm. You know, that's obviously just like something stupid that Prince has put in a song. <laughs> Uh, though I like how he shifts the blame onto Tony M and Maite. Like he doesn't say he doesn't say anything about this questionnaire. He just leaves it in Tony M's hands. <laughs> you know, it's almost like Prince is washing his hands and going, "Look, I don't write the questions." You know, like, it's kind of creepy because like questionnaire. there's that element of like you know rock stars getting their handlers to like, all right, like send a few girls up to my room or whatever. That idea of like, so Tony M is like the person that filters out women that like prince wants to date with these questionnaires that's that's kind of messed up i mean you know obviously uh, you know there was never anything kind of in a publicly said that you know that the relationship between him and maite was inappropriate yep. other than the fact that prince was like 15 years older than her yep. um you know which you know just depend i mean it depends on your own personal feelings of uh, you know relationships between 
you know, with large age gaps. You know. Older people and age difference, yep. Yeah, so, you know, but I mean, obviously, I just think that line is kind of just a bit of a silly thing. And I, I, I'm i guessing that, you know, if a few years later, Prince and Maite probably wouldn't have had that in a song. Um, you know, particularly if you think about, like, the second disc of Emancipation, you know, there's a lot of stuff on there, but, you know, which is based. I mean, that second disc is just 12 songs. It's about Prince's love for Maite. Uh, and, mm. you know, it's kind of clear that, you know... Uh, I mean, Prince had had kind of muses before now. Um, you know, Susanna obviously was a big influence on stuff on Sign of the Times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we say, Anna Fantastic, she had a, a bit of an influence on some of the stuff kind of from 88, 89. Um, you know, and earlier, you know, he'd written songs specifically to get the attention of women. <laughs> and, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, Prince kind of had this had this way of kind of um, using his music um, to kind of get himself into relationships, but then also those relationships inspired more music. Um, and I, you know, I think that kind of this this period of time, um, you know, particularly from like ninety four through to kind of ninety seven, you know, Prince was kind of really inspired by Maite, um, and, and this is kind of the start of that. And obviously, you know, depending on how you feel about age gaps and relationships, obviously some of this could be more uncomfortable. And the fact that Prince went and put Jailbait into a song. You know, it feels like just kind of like a stupid thing that, you know, Prince, when he was younger, he would kind of put these kind of impulsive themes in um, in songs, particularly, you know, there's a line in Let's Pretend We're Married, which kind of feels really out of place, but it's just Prince trying to shock people. And Prince putting the word jailbait in there feels like he's kind of going for that shock value once more. Uh, I mean, let's face it, this is this is an album that has a track which is called Sexy MF. So in terms of shock value, I think... (laughs) You know, everything is kind of downhill from that track in terms of how much it can kind of shock you. Uh, but still, kind mm-hmm. of throwing that in there feels like him deliberately kind of trying to wake you up and kind of shock you a little bit. Um, but, you know, otherwise, I I kind of, I really like the kind of weird directions that this song goes. Like, you know, the kind of, the, the kind of, the whole thing with the, you know, make that booty boom and, you know, all the, like, I feel like there's so much stuff in this song that's kind of silly and fun. Um, that, you know, that questionnaire part is just, kind of a little bit embarrassing to kind of listen to because you're like oh really prince um you know i would say um you know out of five probably uh i mean i i really i don't think i could go higher than a three i do enjoy the song um and it kind of goes in some crazy directions and the band are really good in it as well this is like a really good showcase as well for like you know the mpg as a lot of tracks on this album are um but this is kind of one of the songs that i don't if i'm listening to you know symbol i don't I don't really kind of listen to this um, song, you know, by the time I've listened to, you know, um, my name is Prince and sexy MF and, um, you know, morning papers, um, you know, kind of by that point, you know, I I get to the max and I'm like, you know, okay. um, You know, or, you know, like I think the first two songs are so strong on this album that kind of everything suffers like straight away in its shadow. Like, you know, the next four or five songs, you kind of like, they're just not as good as sexy MF. Like, like sexy MF is so good. Yeah. That it's kind of like yeah. imme- you immediately have to take a step down for the rest of the album. Um, you know, until you kind of, you know, on the second side, you kind of go back up a little bit more for seven and stuff. But... Yeah. And this is a pretty long album, it seems. At like yeah. 18 tracks. <laughs> well, I mean, it's only uh, really 16. I'd, Two of them are segues. So. Uh, I'd probably give it 
a three and a half. I I I really like the sort of non-rapping parts. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I really love that chorus. It's just really catchy. Oh no, that's a great chorus. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I yeah. mean, that kind of the the kind of the fall in as well because it's <sighs> it's like a chorus where everything's kind of going down and down and down and down. And then you mm-hmm. kind of pop back up for Love to the Nines, you know, like, yeah, it's it's a really great mm-hmm. chorus. But I feel like the rest of the song just kind of doesn't, you know, doesn't really kind of sell it as well. Um, and mm-hmm. and even even though you kind of the whole, you know, f- listen to the grass grow. Like there's a few kind of silly little things in there that I, I do enjoy. But, you know, yeah. it, compared to the, the start of this album, it's kind of weak. And, the vid- you know, the video is fun enough, but at the same time, you're like, why does why is Maite starting off like in this kind of sexy burka and then kind of stripping down to nothing? She's like a princess from Egypt or Arabia. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, it's like it is silly story. Yeah, it's pretty like yeah, it's pretty ham fisted. Like and yeah, it kind of makes me glad that kind of Warner Brothers kind of resisted Prince on the idea of kind of like putting out yet another film <laughs> that was just a load of music videos. Like after after Graffiti Bridge, I like that someone at Warner Brothers kind of was like. You know, let's try and rein <laughs> Prince in just a little tiny bit. Of course, that backfired spectacularly the next year. So, um, you know, but we'll get to that. Uh, so I right. should, should go without saying that, you know, nobody's covered this song. And Prince only ever really performed it when the album Symbol was out. And he actually did it as part of a medley after Sexy MF. So he never really just kind of performed this song by itself. But it has the script and like <laughs> as a script and a stage plan and everything. You can act it out perfectly. <laughs> well, I think it kind of fitted with the while while he was doing the symbol tour, it kind of fitted with that. But like in later tours, how do you how do you fit this song into like into the set yeah. list? It just doesn't make any sense as a song. I'm sure people would enjoy like a 20 second segment of just a guy saying shake that booty. <laughs> yeah, just dance like, dance oh, girl, God, let me see so that booty boom. Yeah, I mean, I guess people would <laughs> yeah. recognize that, but yeah, I mean. You know, and obviously no one's covered it simply because I don't think anyone could ever do, you know, a reenactment of the uh, the questionnaire any kind of justice. I mean, uh, you know, so um, I think we've said as much as we can about Love to the Nines. Um, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug? Uh, yeah, just follow my Twitter at Antu Comedy. On, sorry, at A-N-H-T-U Comedy. And maybe I'll, yeah, just Follow me for updates and stuff. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us at Prince Trap by Track at gmail.com. Not sure why you would, though. Thanks once more for being my guest on too. Uh, no problem, Darren. And otherwise, goodbye.